Entrepreneurship is hard. Business is hard. Startups are hard. Sure, you see them online with the fancy cars, the vacations, the homes. Do you have any idea what they went through to get there? This is the Orange Laptop Show. Between the two of them, they've not built one, not two, but four seven-figure companies. And on this one-of-a-kind show, it'll be jam-packed with insights, strategies, and some serious entrepreneurial wisdom coming your way. Our goal is simple, to inspire and guide aspiring entrepreneurs to reach for their dreams, to show that building a successful business is within reach. And you won't just hear from us, you'll hear from some of the most successful people to ever do it that have also built seven-figure businesses. It doesn't matter where you are in your entrepreneurial efforts, beginning to already knocking it out of the park. There's something for everyone. The Orange Laptop Show. And now your host, Rohan and Kevin. So in this episode, we'll be speaking with Nakovi Singh. Nakovi used to be an employee of mine a few years ago. And went on, starting at 18 years old, to build a multiple six-figure business. Nakovi learned some of the things that we went through working together and built a multiple six-figure cleaning business. And has since gone on to parlay that into a collision company. And now she's moving into construction. So I'm like so fa- fascinated, so excited to have this conversation with Nakovi. Welcome, Nakovi. The legend. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> What's going on? How are you doing? How are you doing? Hey, Rohan. I'm doing good. Just another day in paradise. So yeah, it's been a while. Right? It's been a while. <laughs> yes, it's been a very, very long time. But I think about you often, believe it or not. So you can just text me, but you know what I'm saying. You can just text me. I know, but we get busy in our lives. But I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna be a better friend. So okay, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, yeah, man, everybody wants to know about you and your success and how you did it at such a young age. And I was like, sheesh. So <laughs> I appreciate you jumping on um, this impromptu conversation. And I wonder if you want to just start with like, your like backstory, you know, like like where you're from and blah, blah, blah. Like. Okay. So where I'm from. So uh, my family's from Jamaica. My mom is. 100% Jamaican, my dad's 100% Indian, and they made little old me, and um, born, I was born in California, just kind of living my best life, you know, and obviously, I'm sure, you know, some people know I worked for you, you were my very first job, I think, out of high school, pretty much, so I got super lucky and got a great job in um, customer service and a maid business. And I mean, I think I was a pretty good employee. I don't know. I guess we'll let Rohan tell it. <laughs> um, you were, you were great. And then you had your moments and then you were great. And you had your moments. Yes. Right. Just young. I'm literally like 18 years old, you know, yeah. went to high school, did my thing. I and decided not to go to college. I dropped out of college um, yeah. just because it was hard to balance working and going to school and trying to build a life for myself. So I got a job with Rohan um, at his maid company, Maids in Black. My job was to do customer service. And I ended up just really liking 
the, I think the family unit of it, I would always just kind of be run around the office asking everybody what they're doing. You had your own projects going on. Sometimes I would stay late and just kind of be nosy and see the different things you were working on outside of my job role. And then um, I pretty much ended up not working with you after like two years or so. And um, I was kind of a stay-at-home girlfriend for a little bit. I met my now husband and I was bored. I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I can't stay here all the home all the time. And I just figured I'd start it. I mean, I wish it was some really cool story. But I was like, okay, what do I know how to do? And I only had one skill set, which was working with Rohan and the maid company. So I just decided I was going to start my own. So I think sometimes people think it's some amazing, like, come to, like, Christ moment. But it's just kind of like, okay, I know how to do this. I mean, I thought I was pretty good at my job at that time. And I got to see the insight of what happened, you know, not only the customer service side, but on your end as well. Mm -hmm. So I just decided to, you know, just take a leap and uh, figure it out. So Wow. I actually, I actually didn't know some of this backstory. I didn't know that part um, of how you were thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So that's, hmm. that's pretty much it. I mean, and then of course you, and the, the thing is you see a business, how it's done. You know, I seen how you had made some black set up and how you operated it. But of course we're in different States um, and it's very different. So the way maybe I operated in Maids in Black was different than how I operated with Green Bee Maids. Mm. Just because the market is different, the clientele is different. It's just a different mm. place altogether. So I had mm. my own moments where I'm like, this is not like what I'm used to. So I had to go yeah. about it a completely different way. Mm. Uh, like working with property managers and property management companies and more business to business. Mm-hmm. Um, accounts and that's kind of more what I specialize in versus you know you had a large uh, following of clients just regular residential at the time yeah that's true yeah so. so so my question is what made you feel you could do it like what gave you the confidence to be like yo I can figure this out you know the confidence um I think that sorry I had a pop-up oh yeah. no did I lose you no no I'm here Okay, the confidence just came from just me believing in myself. I mean, I just feel like what's the worst that can happen? I really didn't have much thought into it. I wasn't doing anything at the time. So I just, I knew how to do it. So how could I fail in my head? Because I did it every day and somebody was paying me. So I thought like, what what would stop me if I'm the one paying myself and I have the whole world, you know, the world is my oyster. I can do it, you know, overhead. From you know, and just working with you, I learned all of these things. Of course, that mm. it wasn't a super high overhead in the way we at the time how you established it. I just didn't mm-hmm. see why I couldn't do it. So I, that's mm. pretty much it. <laughs> okay, no, I know it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense completely. Um, so, what would you say if you were to think back? What would you say were like some of your biggest challenges when you were starting out? Because you you did come in with some background knowledge and some background right. experience with operations, but right. still you're on your own. You don't have a real hand to come to ask, you know, <laughs> knock on my door. Right. So like, how how did you navigate your your initial challenges? So I would say big a big challenge for me in the beginning was of course getting the clients because I went about it a, the way that I knew, which is the residential side. So that was very challenging for me, spending a lot of money on those different sites to generate Mm -hmm. leads. And um, that was kind of my biggest challenge is just getting those first initial clients. 
And then that's when I realized, okay, this residential thing isn't working for me. I'm paying for all these leads and maybe only a certain amount will hit. And then it just wasn't making sense in that Mm -hmm. manner. So that's when I decided to pivot and think of different ways that I could maybe just go after one client. They can give me a bunch of houses. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge shifting point for me because I was really struggling with with getting the clientele where I'm used to people just calling us all the day and we all the time and I couldn't even get them on the schedule so that was shift for sure Mm -hmm. so at that point you were like you know what let me kind of shift into like more property managers and realtors yeah um but where did that idea come from like like or just the just the ability to be flexible and to like maneuver and change course. And like, is that like part of your personality in general? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure that's out. part of my personality in general. I'm naturally just kind of like, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to try something else. Mm-hmm. I feel like also when, you know, of course, I think a, not every entrepreneur, but a lot kind of come from nothing and are very resourceful and can kind of be quick on their feet. So mm-hmm. at the time, me and my boyfriend, now husband was, we were living in a townhome that we were renting from a mm-hmm. property management company. And then when mm-hmm. we were moving out, they were saying, oh, you had to get a professional cleaning done. Here are some vendors. And that's what sparked it for me. I'm like, okay, they have preferred vendors. So how do I get a part of that? And I literally just called the company and would say, okay, how do I get in on this? What do I have to do? And I just made sure I was the best one and the quickest one to compete mm-hmm. against the other existing vendors. Wow. You just taught me something. yeah just taught me something and you're right they do have these preferred vendor lists yeah so they want you to get their cleaning done by their carpet cleaners their home cleaners their pest control they have a whole list when you're done with a lot of these um property management companies and that's Mm. pretty much it and literally the after i got that one account they were giving me anywhere from 30 to 50 homes a month and um that was when i started seeing you know six figures in my business was was that shift of just making that phone call so we had a little technical issues but you know we're still here um thanks for jumping back on um so another question i have for you nicole if you were starting now from scratch Mm -hmm. what would you do differently um if you were a completely new entrepreneur i would stop trying to be so perfect that's what I would do because at first, I when I first started, I physically did the cleanings. I didn't have mm-hmm. um, people doing the cleanings when I originally started. So I think okay. that held me back and kind of stopped my growth for a little bit because I was trying to do everything myself. And then even when I did get the staff, I wanted to go to every house. I wanted to make sure everything was done. I wanted to make sure the checklist was to the T because I was so focused, like hyper-focused on being the best cleaner and being the number one vendor with the Mm. different companies I was working with. So for me, you know, and it's something I'm still working on is learning how to A, release that control, Mm. you know? So I like you say, it's always better to be a, do you want to be a large, like mediocre company or do you want to be like a perfect small company? So that's like Mm. a a main thing for me that I would do different. Yeah. No, I know I like that because a lot of people do suffer from that. Mm -hmm. They want to be a five star all the way through. (laughs) That's cool. You can do that and just do like two jobs a day for the next 20 years. Exactly. Or or you can do 200 jobs per day, change your family's life completely and be 4.5 stars. Like, you know, you decide. Right. So So I think being in your own head is the main thing. Like being in your Mm -hmm. own head and when you're like prompted to move and just do something, you have to just do it. You can't sit on it for two, three days 
Like if I would have mm-hmm. done that with the, when I seen when that idea sparked in my head and I would have waited, who knows if I would have mm-hmm. ever reached out to that company if I didn't act on it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no, so I like that. So where did you get that from? Like where did you get this? I'm, I'm really curious about the personality traits that, that entrepreneurs have. Mm-hmm. Like where did you get that feeling? Like you know what, I have to be decisive and take action now. Like has that been how you've been your whole time, or did you figure that out to become an entrepreneur? No, I don't think I was like that. Because when I was working for someone else, I wasn't like that. Because it's not, you're, you know you're going to get paid no matter what. You know, you're, you get very comfortable. There's no incentive for you to really, like, do things right then and there. But when you see the possibilities out there and what you can really do for yourself, then yeah. you're, you have more urgency, of course. Because you're doing everything yeah. for you. If you don't move, you know, you're not getting paid. I was tired. I was, you know, tired of doing low numbers and being like, what am I doing wrong? Why is this not working? So that's mm-hmm. what prompted me to like, okay, I'm willing to try anything at this point because what I'm doing right now is making me a couple thousand bucks, but this is not what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. How, how, how was your family as far as the support system when you were getting started? So my family was very supportive. Thank God. I had a very supportive system. My husband especially was very supportive. He was like, whatever you want to do, like, let's do it. We'll spend the money. We'll invest in it. So I think that helps having a partner. But I also isolated myself as well during that time from friends and outside family, just because people can have negative comments about what Mm -hmm. you're doing or may not understand it. And it's not their fault. Mm -hmm. They're just thinking in a different way than you Mm -hmm. are. So sometimes sharing those ideas can make you doubt yourself. You know, you're not going to. You're, you know yourself better than anyone. So when you have that thought, you have to trust it. You cannot listen to outsiders. So I did have to kind of like lock in when I was trying to make it a reality. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. But it was good that your husband had your back and was like, my yo, we're going to Yeah, my in-house support was super supportive. So I, yeah. I think that played a big role in my, like on our success, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you could go back and be like, see, I told you so. Exactly. <laughs> No, that's, that's awesome. Okay. 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 Um, so you're telling me that you started some additional projects. So what I've realized is a lot of people that build these businesses, they end up going on to do additional things. Mm-hmm. We got people that have started supermarkets and restaurants and, um, home siting and refurbish, like all these businesses. Right. So I was talking with yesterday and you were telling me about the, the new projects that, that you started. Yeah. I think once you, once you been through the fire with one thing you're like I can do anything <laughs> you know once yeah. you're like about to break down and you, you think you've lost it all but you bounce back the next day you kind of build in a resistance to anything so you know my husband got an opportunity to be an investor for a collision shop uh, for automotive mm-hmm. repair body work painting things like mm-hmm. that and we have no experience in that at all but I was like okay let's do it we, we were just supposed to be investors we weren't actually supposed to do any of the work or anything like that and then the guy that was supposed to run the shop ended up, unfortunately, um, running into some health issues and wasn't able to follow through with it. So we were stuck with mm-hmm. the body shop, didn't know mm-hmm. anything about it, what to do, how to do Bondo, any of that stuff, you know? And we just went in there and I'm like, okay, went in there the first day. All right, guys, we're not doing any more clients. We're targeting, we're going to be vendors for rental car companies. So same concept that I do with my maid business, we just transferred it and the profit margins are way better in the collision center so that's the you, you're talking about you know multiple six figures in a year and then doing that per month so it's a shift you know but you're doing the same thing just on a bigger scale 
I'll talk to you after this. <laughs> off, off the call. This is fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm really happy, I'm happy for you, Nicole. I really am. Thank um, you. I, I like that. You, you, once you've been through the fire and you realize that under your worst days, when you think things are, your life is over, yeah. you wake up the next day and things just, the so sun ready. still comes up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I try to tell people. I tell people that all the time. Like, bro, like, you're not going to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once you get through it, then you have confidence now. You Collision shop. And you were telling me about something else, too, as well. I don't know if you want to share it yet. Or... Yeah, so this one is in the works. It's not operating. Like, the Collision Center has been mm -hmm. open, I think, going on three years now. So we put some time into that. But my stepfather, he's been in construction for, like, 30-plus years. So now I'm moving into like kind of the government contract space and educating myself mm. on that as a woman owned business and minority owned. Ooh. So he Ooh. was kind of like, okay, you know, you know what you're doing. Let me intern you for a couple years, take your test, which I passed. And mm. now we're going through the state to get my licensing all done. And um, we're going to have our construction company and it's going to be woman owned and minority owned. And that's my, I, once again, I know nothing about construction. So this would be a fun adventure that I'm learning about, but like literally people underestimate how we're literally such smart creatures. If we just sit and take the time and just give ourselves the opportunity, like when an opportunity presents itself, if you mm -hmm. just go after it, you'll figure it out. Yeah. I love that. I feel like you should say that one more time because this is going to be the <laughs> highlight of this entire call. People underestimate that we are smart creatures. Yeah. And we can figure things out as, it, as opportunities present themselves. Damn. Yeah, because I could have been like, I'm too busy. I already have this. I have a maid business. I have a collision center. You know, I still, yeah. you know, take care of my household. You know, I recently mm -hmm. got married. We just bought a new home. So life is going on no matter what. But if someone's mm -hmm. willing to step up and say, let's do this, I'm like, okay, yeah, let me go to school and take the time to do it. You know, mm -hmm. because you just never know what can happen. So I, I'd rather just do it and know what happens yeah. and know that outcome versus like wondering what if and you know just doing the same thing every day we're meant to do yeah. more and more and more each year you shouldn't be looking back at the end of each year at the end of each month and doing the same thing you were doing the previous you have to see that that change or you'll go cuckoo yeah this is gonna be another, <laughs> you're dropping gems yo this is gonna be another highlight <laughs> so, so i'm thinking like based on how you're going like soon i'm gonna be working for you if i can get a gig at like <laughs> The collision joint or the oh new construction my. company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, it's, it's just hard. literally, I watch podcasts all the time and just having mm -hmm. in the background sometimes, of course, I can't always sit and watch one, but I'll, I'll go and, you know, look and listen to different things. And that's how I even triggered that thought process of the government contracts. That's a new sphere for me mm -hmm. too, you know? Yeah. So just learning all of that as I go. I don't need to know mm. all of it, but they have free, um, you know, with the SBA, they have a lot of free mentorship there for you too. If you have questions mm. to guide you, you yeah. know, what you need to do. That's so right. you don't need, ha need to have all the answers because I certainly, I don't. Right, right. No, this is true. <laughs> and that's the same thing that you used to do with the maid business. I remember you used to go with the Chamber of Commerce and you would go learn mm -hmm. from those ladies. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, and okay. Out. And the thing is you have to try stuff Cause you wait, not wait. It's never a waste of money. Cause the chamber of commerce, I was doing that to get my foot in the door, you know, but that ended up not being a super, you know, like I didn't get a lot of promotion through that avenue of like marketing myself. So you have to just mm -hmm. try it. Okay. This worked, this didn't. And then, you know, pivot and try something different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
All right. So I, you know, I, I don't want to hold you too long. I do appreciate you jumping on the call that we were just texting yesterday and you're like, yeah, let me jump on. Yeah. Um, I have a random question. Okay. <laughs> so, and it's about fear. Okay. So, so when you do all these amazing things that you've done over the last couple of years, that you've done some amazing things, you've done amazing things that a lot of people have, your age have not even thought about, right? You've already accomplished it. Mm -hmm. Are you not afraid or are you afraid, but you still take action or like, how do you think, like, how, like, how do you be, you're an immigrant to the country, you're a woman, you have your, your minority, you have all these things that, that are supposed to count against you, but you just like move forward. Like how, like how, 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 that's my question. Are you afraid? Are you not afraid? Are you afraid, but you don't care about fear? Like, how do you process that? Yeah. I'm, I'm scared right now. I'm always, I'm always scared. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> you know, I'm literally, like, I was at the shop earlier today, so I'm scared, and I'm, I'm scared. But, you know, I can't go backwards, and now I have people that depend on me, so that makes, you know, it's more pressure on you, too. But I'm definitely scared, but everything always works out. There's been times where you know, it's scary. You're like, did I do all of this for nothing? Is, you know, you get to a certain place or you'll have amazing months for six months and then you'll have a slow month mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, what's going mm -hmm. on? You know? Yeah. Yep. So I've been there. It's always scary and it's never going to change, but you just, I just make the decision. Even if I have a mental breakdown and go cry and eat bonbons for the night and reset tomorrow, that's what I have to do. <laughs> I've been there too. Because <laughs> you just have no choice. At that point, it's, you. I just feel like you literally have no choice because what are you going to do? You're going to yeah. go back to what you were doing before? No, I, right? I feel you. I feel you. So I'm, fantastic. I'm scared, Rohan. <laughs> yeah. I tell people, even though I've built so many businesses, mm -hmm. it's always, it's always, there's no guarantees, right? You always yeah. have this feeling in the back of your mind. It can all fall apart, blah, 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 blah. But you just, you just go. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's, um, I wanted to say this too, and maybe ask you this, if you, you've seen this with different people you've worked with, do you, do you ever meet people, right? Like, for example, you met me when I was at a young age, do you ever meet people and see like, okay, th this person has traits to be an entrepreneur, this person doesn't, or do you, do you feel like just anybody could be an entrepreneur? You know, I was talking to Christina about that this morning, Christina Tegby from 54 Thrones, you know her? Um, I don't I know, but I think I've seen her in the threads and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, I was talking to her this morning about this, and our, we came to the conclusion that it's both. There okay. are people that seem to be born with an action-oriented um, personality, mm -hmm. where they will take action and then figure stuff out afterwards. Right. So those people are like ready to go, and then there are other people that they need to dot all the I's, they need to cross all the T's, they need to, but they're also very diligent. Like they they will do it day one and day two and day three and day four and they're going to keep going so those people are fine too it's just a different type of entrepreneur mm. um so i do feel the to answer your question more directly there are some people that they're just born for this right and then there are some people that they have the skill set and the diligence and the work ethic to turn themselves into what is needed to become an entrepreneur so i think it's both but i'm curious about what what you think like, like what do you think I think either you are, or you aren't. Mm. Okay. <laughs> just because you, 
it's not that it's impossible, but it's very hard to build that mental strength. Mm -hmm. So it's, you can, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think for majority Mm -hmm. of entrepreneurs, they either have that in them and it doesn't have to be with business, but they have that in them or they, Mm -hmm. they don't. Um, so that, that's just what I think. It's just something I've thought Mm -hmm. about with different people that, cause they know I own a couple businesses. They'll come and talk to me. Yeah. But did you know before your first business that you had it in you? No. Hmm. I didn't because I was I was I I didn't know I had it in me, but I don't know. But I just think I I don't know. That's a good question. Now I'm stuck because hmm. I don't I don't think I showed traits of someone that could have been when I think I had a great personality. I was outgoing. I was a people person. Yes, yeah. That doesn't yes. make you an entrepreneur. That doesn't give you the discipline, you yeah. know, to be an entrepreneur. But then yeah. again, I was also 18. So was I, you know, too. So I really don't know. Mm. but maybe you had it in you the whole time but right. you just had to kind of like grow into it right like i kind of like yeah. i didn't have a choice at that time it was that or nothing so i yeah adapt or die pretty much like okay i'm gonna be miserable and depressed at home and bored there's only so yeah. much tennis you could play rohan yeah this is true <laughs> this is... no i agree yeah you're absolutely right well you did it you did it i mean not you did it you're doing it is the yeah. ongoing process right right and you're getting better. You're going after bigger challenges. Next time I talk, you're going to be like, yeah, you know. So I'm doing airport development. We're right. developing <laughs> a chain of airports across the, the western side of the country. I'm like, damn, Nicole. But <laughs> exactly. Boring. The more boring, the better. Because all my friends yeah. try to start clothing lines and this and makeup brands. And not that it's impossible, but it is more challenging. If, yeah. if I could give any, any advice to anyone to just be construction is not cute i go to the shop and i'm wearing cute pink outfits but nothing about that business is yeah sexy or anything like that you know so okay so i i think that that's a good place for us to stop so for you to to explain that a little bit more because i say the same thing people look at me like i'm crazy so so can you talk about the sexy versus boring businesses yeah, because the boring businesses are going to, we're going to need it no matter what, you know, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily, it's, there was this, um, cause I used to do Mary Kay when I was obviously like when I was a teenager yep. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was a fun, you know, glamorous business, lipsticks, makeup, whatever like that. But mm-hmm. you could see the shift, uh, different, different seasons and different things like that, where it'd be kind of slow mm-hmm. up down based on like the market of what's going on in the world. But with cleaning, people are always going to need cleaning, especially when you're dealing with a company, you know, collision, Florida is one of the biggest collision rates in the United States. So you're always going to need that, you know, construction, those things are always happening. So I always say boring because it's kind of like a way of life, you know, but if mm-hmm. you're creating a t-shirt brand that has cool, you know, sayings on it, yes, not saying you can't be successful, you definitely can, but you have more odds, you like the odds are more in your favor. If it's just, straight to the point simple and a date like it's a necessity so that's kind of yeah. how i think yes it's how i think as well and i've been trying to t- they don't listen to me nicole <laughs> they don't listen to me they go build like a yeah i'm drop shipping little butterfly figurines or something and i'm getting three dollars for each one i'm like okay cool right. when you're done and you're ready to build a real business that's going to put six figures or seven figures in your bank account right. let me know Exactly. And they, they go through it, and a year later they come back. They're like, "So hey, Rohan, so can I?" I was like, "Okay, uh, n- now you're ready, right?" Exactly. But 
it is a mental shift for a lot of people because they want business to be fun. They think mm-hmm. it's supposed to be this fun thing. I'm like, bro, it's just work. Yeah. You just change your boss. You just have a different boss. Now that boss happens to be yourself, but it's, it's a job, right? So um, I'm glad you said that. So cool. Well, is there, are, are there any last final thoughts or any, if, if you want to put your social media or any projects you're working on, anything you want to share with the people? I'm honestly so boring. I, I deleted all my social media. It's like empty because I'm just so locked in on what I'm doing. So and my businesses don't burn. That's another thing. I don't have to show my face on social media. So I love that in my line of work. <laughs> I, but um, so no social media, really anything like that. I am on Facebook um, and I do check my messages and stuff there. But if I could leave everybody with anything, it would just be just do it. Literally, like just go out there, just do it. No matter what you have to do, you know, just believe in yourself and do something that makes sense. Don't like you said, don't try to go do a very, very niche market. It's not impossible, but, you know, boring is where it's at. I've had my maid business almost seven going on eight years now. And then the collision center almost three years. And I mean, I think that's the way to go. And you can I mean, you can attest to that. So, yeah. And a construction business is what to be the biggest construction company in the Southeast. <laughs> I know. And I will tell you, I was the only woman. I was lies. There was one other woman. There was only two women in my class, me and one other person. And I was the only minority woman in wow. my class when I was going. So, you know, there's, there's, and there's a lot of opportunity. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. getting out there and doing it. So, yeah. Well, cool. Well, awesome. <laughs> Nicole, it's, it's been a pleasure just to catch up with you. And um, I've learned from you on this conversation, which is really? wild. Okay. Yes, I, I have. I have. I have learned from you in this conversation. And I'm, I'm just really proud of you. I just want you to know that. Like, I want I want you to know. I'm really proud of you, for real. Well, thank you, Rohan. It means a lot, especially coming from you. You know, he taught me, I wouldn't say everything I know, but you definitely gave me a good jump start. Everything you know. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a good jump start. That's a good start. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I, I can't wait to show Kevin this man. Like Kevin would have been on this call, but he's driving for Thanksgiving and you know all that stuff. Family yeah, first. Working. Yeah. Everybody's still working. Everybody's taking time off for the holidays, but we're still. Mm-hmm. It's another day still for us. Yeah, Black Friday's coming up. You got any Black Friday sales? We don't do sales for Black Friday. Okay. Well, that's right. They're really boring businesses, right? So, so they need it. They need it or not, you know what I mean? They so need yeah, it or not. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, Nicole. Well, I'll let you um enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks again for coming on, and I'll I'll send you the link when this goes up, and it's gonna be on the blog, on my social media, on the YouTube. Um, you know, on trying to get the world to know who you are. Okay. I Have know. a good day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you see you Bye. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Thanks so much for being here. If you want to stay in touch, you can reach me at rohanjilts.com. That's R-O-H-A-N-G-I-L-K-E-S, rohanjilts.com. And in addition, if you have any needs for building a service business, if you have a cleaning company, a lawn care company, anything like that, and you're looking for a software or website to make that happen, check out convertlabs.io. All right. Thanks so much. And we'll see you in the next episode.